Hey, you. Okay, wait, I'm literally Joe from the flop Lifetime show turned Netflix sensation you, but minus the sociopath talking part. Anyway, I want to tell you to go to patreon.com slash the drama podcast and subscribe to our Patreon, Patreon by Drama with Connor and Dylan McDowell. That's a mouthful. Maybe we should look into changing that. Okay, so for $5 a month, you get tons of extra episodes, close friends content, and this month, the month of May, the one we're in right now, we're doing exclusive crossover episodes with other podcasts. So subscribe now so you're ready for all the fun convos and surprises. Okay, on to the show. Press play. Curtain of an hour in. It's time to take spin. The shade and tea to spill. Ooh, drama. Oh, that's a tweet. Did they book? Who got on the option? No, oh, I'm not well. What, what star will we talk to today? Oh, that's a gag, honey. Say no more. Drama. Drama. Welcome to Drama, a podcast that covers theater, pop culture, love, and life in New York, York City. City. And the, the world. world. Okay, I don't know about you, but the Zoom sync was totally on for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were together. Really? Did you feel it too, Natalie? I thought you guys were not talking together, but I don't know how you guys were supposed to be. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know. hilarious. Oh, my God. I don't know. Oh, my it was God. pretty on, except for the end. I don't know what it's supposed to be. All right, well... <laughs> We'll find out when this is ultimately all finished. That's so funny. And also, Dylan, you brought up something so interesting to me recently where you were like, I think people think we're harmonizing when we say drama. Drama. We're, yeah, we're not even trying to sing or anything. So I don't know what to say about that. Well, today's guest would know if we're in harmony or not. So, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but I'm not paying her for her time on that one. So I don't know if <sighs> she'd give the free. <laughs> before, we, before we jump in, Connor, I do want you to read a little intro so everyone knows who this gorgeous third voice is that we're talking oh about. Oh my God. Okay. Yes, because I'm... I'm dying. I'm dying to jump in. I know. Go for it. Our guest today is the queen of the riffs, a Broadway performer and YouTube supernova, known internationally for her online presence of performance videos and viral web series, Breaking Down the Riffs. She's become one of the most in-demand vocal coaches and masterclass instructors worldwide. Her voice has brought to life the music of up-and-coming writers for over a decade, most prominently Scott Allen, Jonathan Reed Gelt, Kerrigan and Loudermick, Joey Contreras, and Kuman and Diamond. Her gorgeous vocals can be heard on the soundtrack for The Greatest Showman, having appeared on the 90th Academy Awards and the ensemble of This Is Me. She can be heard on the original Broadway cast recording of Dear Evan Hansen as one of the virtual community voices and on the jingles in The Incredibles 2. She's appeared on Broadway in Everyday Rapture, Off-Broadway in Emoji Land, toured the country in Wicked and Les Miserables, and starred in Ghost the Musical as Molly. You might even remember her from season four of American Idol or have attended one of her sold-out concerts in New York, London, and Hamburg. Her new riff course will be available this month. Please welcome to drama, Natalie, Natalie Weiss. Weiss. Thank you. Welcome. Hi, Natalie. It's so nice to see you. It's nice to see you. Thanks for having me. It's nice to hear your voice. I mean, like Connor mentioned off pod, you know, we've been listening to you sing for so long. And I and I imagine that's sadly not unique for, a, a, you know, we're like, we're special. We, uh, we've been listening to you forever. But I think we're in a large community of people who cut their teeth trying to riff like you and sing like you. So weird. I mean, it's not weird. It's weird in a cool way. Yeah. It's just like, it, it will never get old. And also like, what? I know. It makes me nervous. <laughs> you have a great speaking voice too. It took me years to embrace the deep voice that I have. Literally, people are like, I know your speaking voice. I would, in plays or in musicals, I'd be like, 
Hi, how are you? I was hi, because I sound like I'm over it. Mm. I just my voice is so deep. And even when I was like learning to belt, like in college, I would be like, hey. And my teacher would be like, hey. And I'd be like, hey. Like I didn't understand. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's thank you. Well, we have much to discuss with you today because you have this new riff course, and we of course want to dive into some of your credits and just, you know, kiki a little bit. But before we do all that, Connor will ask you an all-important question. Natalie. Yes. Are you well? Am I allowed to change the answer depending on the minute? Of course. Update us throughout <laughs> the pod. Um, my 2020 was shockingly very good. Mm. Um, I was very, my business was booming and I was living my best life in terms of like my online business, like thriving because in a pandemic world, people were like, I was kind of already doing it. So it was like, oh, there's more learning online. And I was really thriving, which was great. And I was, my friends were supportive and my family was, but I was like afraid to celebrate because a lot of people were struggling. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I'm doing great. I'm actually better than ever, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I started working on this course and I am literally seeing the potential and like so excited. And it is also the bane of my existence. So at this current moment, I want to crawl into a hole and be done with it. But I know that the reward will be amazing. Oh, yeah. I love it. That's interesting. You were thriving while the rest of the world was sort of meh, but I don't think you're alone there. And there's probably other people who felt a little bit of shame or guilt and being like, things are going well. I mean, Connor and I are included. Our podcast has boomed in this time. I was recently telling my therapist, who's somehow younger than me against all odds, I was telling her that we were, I was making the distinction that my quarantine has been a robust experience where I've been able to thrive, but the pandemic has obviously been horrible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how, that's how I take some of the guilt away from being like, the year wasn't that bad for me, right. but oh, no, obviously horrible awful. for her. Yeah. But in yeah. terms of like taking the time you need, first of all, when it first hit, I think I had needed a break. So mm -hmm. it was like, I'm in heaven. And right at the beginning of quarantine, this is like a funny story because actually she's in my course trailer was that I sang on JoJo's Instagram live. So I was like joking that I was like thriving in my best life. I was on Instagram live. Like, I mean, it was yeah. like March, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So like, I think that I had one of my best years, honestly, and it's, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of potential, but it was a crazy, like, whoa, the world is flipped upside, upside down. But I, the big thing for me was when I would do masterclasses on Zoom, um, I had done them in the past, but I had also done them in New York and everywhere, but I had like the most um, applicants for a September masterclass that I'd ever had because people could watch from Poland, uh, right. insert country, which was like, what? People want to pay to observe. Whereas people in New York would, you know, what two voice teachers would watch a class. So that wasn't kind of part of my audience. So that was crazy. It's amazing that you're able to reach, I mean, people all around the world. Wait, I'm, I'm still stuck on JoJo. I'm gag. Girl, listen. She's one of the most naturally talented vocalists that we have out there. And she doesn't get the respect she deserves. She's like my top. Like she's, oh my God. Oh my God. She's so great. Our friend, our friend once drove her to a CVS in Columbus, Ohio. It's like a crazy story. <laughs> I don't remember all the details, but basically Jojo and her man, it was raining and Jojo and her manager needed to get to like a CVS before going to like their venue. And they asked her for our friend for directions. And then our friend ended up driving them there. And then they gave her free tickets to see the concert. So she said JoJo was a dream come true. How did you end up on her Instagram live? Yeah. 
it was the very beginning of quarantine and people were going live. She was going live like a couple days, like, Hey everyone, I'm going to sing some for you. She's like, get out, whatever mm-hmm, she's mm-hmm. singing. And then she was like, all right, I'm going to get some guests. And I remembered that she followed me on Twitter and tweeted me like two years prior. And it was like, if this isn't me in the studio and it was me like dropping the F bomb everywhere. And I was like, ah, ah. and the thing is like, she's younger than me. And I like idolize mm-hmm. her anyway. No, I love it. So basically I, clicked because at that time instagram lives were like new oh yeah they were like the new thing right so you'd be like join and then she like she goes natalie i want to hear you and then she gets on and this whole video is like this this video is that i'm putting in this trailer is amazing because she's like you're that singer i'm so excited about you and i was like dying because she had she was like oh to her mom like she breaks down riffs and i was like i want to die right now like you, your riffs were such a part of my series. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Oh, that's so it. It was cool. like, oh, we got to hang out. And I was like, this is, I was like running around my apartment, like, and, and I am the truest fangirl. Oh, that's amazing. And you know, she did her remastering. Like she re recorded. I know. Her stuff. We did a live listen and react. And we, I know. Before Taylor. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that new, oh, yeah. So good. Jojo, Jojo was ahead of the curve on that one. God, she's amazing. I love both, both of her albums. I don't know. There was there a, a third one, maybe? There was like a, yeah, there's a couple, yeah. actually. Okay. Yeah. Love it. Oh, my well, God. Well, Natalie, I'm so excited about this course. Do you mind sharing a little bit about um, the course and the inspiration for it? I had been encouraged to do a digital course, like, years ago. Like, you can do this thing where you pre-record videos and, and put put all of your knowledge into modules or lessons. And the thought of it was, like, the most daunting thing ever. I would just go back to bed every time I thought about it. So I was like, how is that possible? Like, whatever. So I had a couple kicks from people at the beginning of quarantine being like, this is the time people are ready. And I honestly thought, like, oh, yeah, let me do this. I'll film in October. It'll be out by January. It is the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life. I have no life. I haven't seen the outside in three days. I'm in a vortex of Zooms 24-7 because the amount of decisions that have to be made is unlimited. And basically, I started by writing down my ideas and anything that I've kind of, you know, it started as a series, but it's developed so much since then, like little tools that I would use for sort of upping the pop game and making it seem like attainable. And now I start using my techniques that I've developed over the past however many years And I use it on my students' visuals and stuff like that. And it's like proven that it's like really kind of up their pop game. So I knew I was just like, let me write it down. So I had some help from amazing people to do it. And now it's like, I just want everyone to experience it and know that like pop singing is not pop pop singing and riffing is not this anomaly that it seems like it is. So that's like the whole purpose of my brand is to like, Make it attainable and not stressful. And like, if you hear an audition that's happening, you're not going to like go back to bed. And there's no way I could ever prepare a pop song or, you know, I want to sing at my, my brother's wedding. What am I going to do? Like, here are some tools for you and stuff. So. Oh my God. I absolutely love it. And, and you know, it's, it's interesting because Broadway and pop are so intermixed and they have been for a long time, but I think it's funny that some people still think they're so separate, but I mean, Rent was a pop rock score and Tommy and I mean, I would even say hair was pop, you know, back in the day. So it's, it's, it's invaluable. Now it's like, you can't not have that. You're going to be at an audition and some people are being asked to riff for 16 bars and they're like, Natalie, where were you that day? And I'm like, (laughs) I wasn't asked to do that. You know, like they needed the skills to be able to like practice and be able to create their own riffs. So, and, and so you, do you break down any like specific types of riffs in the video, like in the course? Yeah, we have a song reference guide of like 
a hundred track, a hundred clips that I, I basically using iconic clips as a reference for, but I, I analyze it and make them like hear music in a different way so that they can be like, that's all that is. And then, and then that's the whole language that I use. And then it's like the whole like methodology. And then they have to unlock the modules in order so that by the end, they're like, I've never heard it this way. And then mm. the visuals help. Then I'm like, okay, do you see how these patterns are? appearing more and more don't be scared you got this you know and you're sitting there it's like master are you are you familiar with master class at all i am yeah yeah a little bit it's probably like you just sitting there like rupaul or someone giving a master class it's it's amazing it's pre-recorded videos and i'm obviously honestly like my total brand is like making fun of myself so i'm definitely like looking the camera too being like <laughs> like i actually show <laughs> that i mess up like i decided that i was like i will not tune this course mm. of course i got obsessed and I'm like i can't demonstrate like this is the riff and then I'm a little bit sharp. So then I have to like tune it, but I do show, see my voice wasn't moving. Like mm-hmm. I show that it's not going to happen overnight. And I love posting process videos because it's all about the mistakes. Oh, yeah. you're so real. That's my aim. <laughs> <laughs> In doing prep for this, I found a video on YouTube. Where else of you <laughs> singing with Catherine McPhee? And it was this like full long process and it was just so cool to see you know i'm not a singer so i'm not necessarily oh, not? always looking into not the, anymore <laughs> not anymore <laughs> you were you were though yeah 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 oh um, but you're in marketing now yeah <laughs> that's right i mean you should hear connor and i on a long car ride the stakes are never higher than when we're singing let me be your star oh it's i could imagine it's wild uh-huh. as hell um but it was so fun to see the two of you singing together like starting stopping fi- correcting having fun like it was you're, it was just really refreshingly real, you know, because yeah. I think growing up, you think, oh, my God, these these professionals are they're perfect. And you never want to mess up or like if a voice if your voice cracks or breaks, it's like, oh, but it happens to everybody. You yes. know, I love that. Let's hope it's a hit. I really am just like so excited for the world to have access to it. Honestly, after this, like it's like my baby. I've just been doing it for so long. And here it is. And where is it available? NatalieWeissOfficial.com. Okay. All the socials, the Natalie Weiss. Um, I also have a new website for the course, which is NatalieWeissVoice.com. All of the options. I've noticed a little rebrand going on. There is a rebrand. It's gorgeous. Thank you. It's so fun. Wait, I'm laughing to myself right now because there was this viral video of you. I don't know when it was. In the last couple of years of you breaking down Halo by Beyonce. And I don't know if it was... It was the episode original. one. It was episode was it, one. Was it the original? Yeah. Okay. And some, it was like on Twitter, but you weren't credited. It was like, look at this vocal coach breaking down Halo. Is it Halo or was it Countdown? Ooh. There was... Okay, so what happened was like before I joined TikTok, mm-hmm. my followers on Instagram, because I didn't know TikTok, I'm going to say pre-pandemic, so sure. probably a year and a half ago. My followers on Instagram were coming in like most insane. I've ever had a surge of followers. And I was like, what's going on? They posted this, this vocal coach doing this riff. Nobody credited me. And then it was like finding me and countdown was viral. And I just saw the virality of TikTok. I was like, I don't understand this app. Mm -hmm. What? Yes. I just loved that you were this unidentified vocal coach. (laughs) Yes. With a bob and a horrible Mm -hmm. eyebrows behind a counter and unrecognizable from today. Uh Oh my God. That's, that's funny. I, I guess I hadn't thought about when you're, when you're a viral sensation like yourself to like get all these followers, you have to wonder like, Oh, what did they find this time? Or like, what's it you for? You know, and then one of my, my, my digital strategists like three years ago, he was like, where are they coming in from? You know, 
some people, and this is not meant to be like, you just found me. It's not like that. But let's say I have a student and they're like, oh my God, I'm so excited for this. I just found you last month. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Oh my God, you're new. Like I've been, I've been around for all 13 years on the interwebs and they found me from an Instagram video. So I think I had this moment of a, a couple of years ago where it was never going to get less crazy. And I say that in like a weird, I could never be Ariana Grande because I could, I just don't. I'm at a level of like musical theater, like YouTube land and, you know, have a following, but it'll only build in this mm-hmm. world of as long as I put out content, it'll be like, oh, they, you know what I mean? So it's a little bit exciting and a little bit scary. Oh, I'm sure. You know, my, my boyfriend was first familiar with you when he was in high school and you were doing master classes. I think you must've been when you were on the Les Mis tour, or maybe it was Wicked. And you went to Pickerington North High School in, in Columbus, Ohio, just outside of it. Was that like an early way that you gained a lot of notoriety within, you know, young theater people before the internet was truly taking off was these master classes and people getting to know you that way? Yeah, that was an extra thing. But honestly, like the way that I came about on the internet was a complete accident in 2006 when I sang a Dream Girl song at somebody's house and the freshman filmed it and he was like, yeah, girl. And then um, put it on this thing called youtube.com on his channel. And that was 15 years ago. And it was the right place at the right time. And it, it completely changed my life. And everything I've done in my career is so atypical that it was hard. You could never, I always say like my career was like a lot of right place, right time, mm-hmm. a lot of like riding the wave of the accident, but then like seizing the moment, mm-hmm. but it was never calculated. I never had a strategy ever. I don't even know what that is. Do I want to post something funny and entertaining or educational? This is fine. And then people liked it. Mm-hmm. So I was uh lucky. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's incredible. I am just astounded by you. And you found ways to just continue to create different and unique content. I love the things where you sing off key or you sing them sharply. Like, it's so funny. Thank and you. <laughs> it's amazing. Wait, but what was the Dream Girl song? Was it Listen? It was And I Am Telling You, which was totally inappropriate. Well, you know. And I was singing it as an opera version. And the video and the, the kid who, an African-American male, was filming it. And he was like, yeah, girl. And he labeled it And I Am Telling You White Girl Can Blow. <laughs> So that video was came out right when Dreamgirls movie came out. Okay. That's what happened. White Girl Can Blow might be the title of this episode. So we'll see. Well, there you go. (laughs) So speaking of, you know, going into the past, we like to ask all of our guests about the moment when they realized, you know, they wanted to be a star or they loved the arts, whatever that may be to you. We call it the Ring of Keys moment inspired by Fun Home's own moment of recognition. Do you find that you have a Ring of Keys moment, Natalie? I feel like I might have a few, but I can tell you, like, I remember putting on shows like at a young age of like my parents had like a a step up and like I was like this is my mm-hmm. stage I don't and you know I went to pop concerts very early Madonna Billy Joel Janet Jackson so I was I remember like shaking the backup dancer's hand at Janet Jackson and I was like oh my god I want to be famous and then I saw Les Mis in the back row and I was like where's on my own I don't understand this plot <laughs> like you know so I remember though like being kind of a ham and my parents didn't perform they were like this child is nuts but anyway I remember in high school or like middle school high school being like singing in the streets of New York like discover me Literally, I didn't, I never knew the way that I would be discovered was through the internet as a middle schooler, yeah. high schooler. That is what's so crazy. Cause now everyone wants to be TikTok. Famous. Mm-hmm. That is what it is, you know? So when I give advice to younger kids, the question that's always the hardest for me, for me to be like, mm, I don't know. Cause it's not like that is how do you build a social media following? And I want to be like, help. 
I actually have no idea. I would need to hire somebody to help. But in terms of from the ground up, I was lucky. And then people like the off-key videos and the coaching, <laughs> you know? Like Britney Spears famously said, she's she's lucky. She's a star. She's so lucky. You just did a lovely Britney impression, by the way. Love. <laughs> did you like Britney growing up? Oh, my God. Duh. Who was like your artist? My artists were Mariah and Whitney when I was eight. Okay. And the Bodyguard soundtrack is like the soundtrack of my life. I mean, I used to like sit there and be like, and cry like eight and definitely SWV Week was my jam as an eight-year-old that I would only sing Hero and Week. My mom was like, please stop singing around the house. <laughs> but like literally, like young Natalie was probably like, I got done waking the night. Like it wasn't clean riffs, but I like knew what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's so interesting to think about. There's like early riffs. There's like, there was like a performance of me singing a Mariah cover of Open Arms. And it's literally like this. Lying beside you here in the dark. It's just like chipmunk, fast, no tone. And it d got cleaner. You know, I didn't know how to make it clean until breaking down the riffs. Oh, it for sure. And you obviously, you went to Penn State as well. And that was for, was that for musical theater? Yeah. And was, did you get any sort of pop training there? No, I have to be honest. At the time, which was 15 years, oh God, <sighs> I graduated 15 years ago this year. Okay. It was so taboo back then that obviously I was the pop star in the mm -hmm. class. They were like, Natalie, you're going to be fine at this unit. It's pop unit. It, you know what it was? You know how now it's like, duh, it's pop, rock, country, everything. It's like, of, if you don't have that mm -hmm. curriculum in school, you're not doing the right thing. But in 2007, we weren't doing that. There was one auditions class where one week they were like, all right, it's Britney Christina week. That was what they called. It was like taboo. And they were like, well, Natalie, you're going to be good at this. I'm like, well, you could be too. And I was like, it just wasn't a thing. Now it's like mm -hmm. everyone in senior show. My friend just texted me today. I just watched the Penn State Showcase. And it's so crazy how if you are not doing a pop song, you're not doing the right thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, my boyfriend just had his showcase and he did like one more typical theater song and then a pop song. He did like a Billy Joel song. What's cool? Um, he's at Wright State University oh, in Dayton. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Did you love Mariah and Whitney singing on the Prince of Egypt? Duh. Oh my God. I actually saw you sing that song at 54 Below with Renee Rapp of, of Mean Girls. With Renee, yes. And the tea is that she did not know the song before she had to learn it. And I was like... Ooh, you're young. Oh my God. Oh, well, of course, because she's a child. Well, she was at the time. I don't know if she still is. She's 20, probably. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. You were, you were Whitney, right? Oh, I don't know. I think we switched a bunch of times. Wait. Okay. Second course. Okay. I don't remember. I just, okay, know, yeah, yeah. I sang it with my friend once at Ellen Stardust and we were so funny because we're like, you will. We didn't know what was what part. So we just uh -huh. sang all of the parts. Uh, <laughs> that's what you got to do sometimes. The children have <laughs> forgotten that song. You know what else I saw you sing at 54 Below that I still watch all the time? We saw the Broadway Loves Demi concert. You slayed the house down boots. Thank you. I did that a lot with a with a, a cello arrangement at a lot of my concerts. And I really want to record an actual studio version. The funny thing about that is that when I was given a choice of what to sing, somebody else was doing it. I said, nope, not doing that. That is the song. And I was like, I'm going to do Heart Attack. And I am the person, and this is not, this is just what happens to me in concerts. Somebody's sick. Can you sing another song? And that's what that happened, happened with Scott Allen. That's what happened with da-da-da-da-da-da, right? So I was like, all right, I'm doing the song. I got it. I can do it. Let's do it. And I was like, I have to nail it. And that's the one that- The one they took? It wasn't even planned. Yeah. Yeah, you did two numbers that night. Yeah. Oh my God, it was such a good lineup. Yeah. Ben is the best. He's so, so genius. So I'll give you the T if I'll give you T because who cares? I did not land the riff in the second verse. 
because like my voice wouldn't move. And so he did like some surgery on the video. And there's this thing where it's like this one audience member going like, woo, at the same time. And somebody was like, that's interesting. And I was like, whatever. I'm not going <laughs> to land it. Leave me alone. Oh, so. wow. Yes. Because he'll, he'll film the two and then he'll yeah. sort of make I his I was like, oh, can we yeah. make this work? Yes. Yeah. I remember him saying that when he did like the Jeremy Jordan show. He's like, please, nobody take videos. He's like, please, because I want to make sure you get the best video to live in perpetuity. You oh, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And that video At least viral. he's open about it. You know? <laughs> he's a great vocalist, too. Have you ever done a riff video with Jeremy Jordan? I haven't. But Jeremy Jordan and I graduated college the same year. So we met before he was Jeremy Jordan. Um but he's, oh my, he's just, his voice is insane. It really is. Who's your dream breaking down the riffs duo partner? Yeba. Yep. Oh my God. Who is releasing the full audio of um, My Mind. Of My Mind? Mm-hmm. She is? She oh is. My so God. she can actually get those, those streaming coins now. That's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody, oh, well, My Mind is in my course as an example. Good, Love good. it. There you go. Oh my um, God. Now, when do you think that breaking down the riffs, like became a huge sensation was it when you had ben platt on so basically like it started backstage at les mis with like my friends like listening to beyonce's halo and she's like how many notes are in the riff and i was like let me listen (laughs) so when i counted like i think there are seven try tilting your head on the fifth note and she was like cool that works and i was like cool so then i was like a lot i was a swing so a lot of offstage time and i was like all right. I was going to do one video on photo booth. Where is that photo booth? Oh yeah. I think I've got literally, I was going to be like, hi uh-huh. everyone. I have some riffs for you today. Like, I don't know, three, three that I had broken down, but I didn't have a title. And my friend was like, Oh, I have a good camera if you want me to edit. And I was like, okay. So I cast the guest as somebody who was a good singer and a medium riffer. I didn't want somebody mm-hmm. who was like unbelievable, but somebody who was tone deaf. And I tested the method out on my wardrobe supervisor who was tone deaf and she was like one two three four five six seven Woo, got it you know so i knew that it was like is the word foolproof yeah, yeah. foolproof method it was right? foolproof. yeah method yeah mm-hmm. so and then it just built upon like extra riffs and slowing them down and coming up with lingo that everyone could kind of memorize i don't really know when it kind of took off which video it was but but one two three were pretty fast it's so fun oh that's amazing yeah I love them. So when you were on tour with Les Mis, you were a swing. Did you get to go on a lot? So I went, I mean, I understudied the ensemble. Okay. But the the character names were Crazy Whore and Bloody Whore. So I wasn't necessarily creatively fulfilled, but I was making the most money of my life at the time. Those were my college nicknames randomly. Oh my God, stop. So funny that you should say that. Um, What a coincidence. Um, So... Yeah, I watched the show. I got to go on probably 50% of the time. Okay. Um, I watched a lot of Netflix. I, I taught a lot across the country and I loved my cast. I had a boyfriend on tour. So I was like, I'm not leaving this tour until it closes. And our tour was making a shit ton of money with overage. And I was like, all my friends are unemployed in New York. And that was like eight years ago that I got off of the tour. So wow. yeah. And then at the time, I didn't even know how to video edit. And now video editing is such a part of my life, which I am mm-hmm. not editing this course, which is very weird for me as a control freak to hand it over but the editor has just taken it to the next level of putting my vision to life with specific graphics and visuals that from a learner's perspective just is has exceeded my expectations oh i love it i mean this is a full-blown business now that you have it is i i should probably date (laughs) but it's summer maybe i'll go back on the apps and make it a full-time job that's true (laughs) i feel I, i see love in your future thank you you know i really do too 
It just needs to be the right person. I have a very, very supportive community and everything is going really well. It's just, I'm looking, you know, I'm just. You're glowing. Yeah. One day. Yeah. <laughs> you are glowing. You're, well, you're just, you're delivering a baby to full term. So oh, so true. To, it yeah. is. Oh my God. Yeah. Heart palpitations. Okay. So when, <laughs> so was Wicked after Lame is? No, Wicked was 2009. Um, I think I had just, I mean, it was like Scott Allen concert audition. Wicked. Very short. It was a atypical situation where I was replacing an injury leave. Then okay. I, um, what year is that? Everyday Rapture was after that. And then I auditioned on my day off from Everyday Rapture for Les Mis. My agent had dropped me at the time and I was like, oh, I'm quitting the business. We quit the business every day. And then I was like, I'm doing a solo <laughs> show. So I feel like creative. And then I think I got back into a musical theater class so I could feel like, you know, reinvigorated. And then I booked the Lamest tour and I got cast as a swing and I went in for the cover of Fontaine. And I was like, a swing? I I didn't, I'm so stressed out. I didn't know I was auditioning for this. So I thought I was going to be on tour for six months, two and a half years later. Wow. Just goes to show, you never know the way that the roads are going to take you. You do not know. And I'm such a firm believer. It's not about, this was meant to happen, but I'm such a firm believer of my career. This has led to this, that led to this. For example, like this is just an example of this. Carly was backstage at Emoji Land. We bonded over the batch. I don't even know, whatever. She started sure. working with me for brands. Do you want to do my friends? Po-? Like, that's just how it happened. I met my mm-hmm. best friends at a game night here. You know what I mean? <laughs> because yeah. one night I was like, oh, I'm having a, you know, we go and like, oh my God, you're literally the best. Can we, you know, you never know. Yep. So I think that's 100%. the most interesting about our business. You can meet someone on the street, bond, you know. Oh, for sure. And we have to give Carly Heitner a shout out. Um, Love it. I think we're slowly have to wrap up here, right, Carly? It's almost time and we like to end on a dose of drama. Something to leave our listeners feeling ready to to rant about, rave about, consume from the pop culture world. And I'm going to start today because I have, I've got some drama that's not too dramatic but okay so broadway's broadway's coming back this fall yeah shows are announcing reopenings and there was one very surprising show that has said that it might be coming back there's the rumor mill is swirling and who knows maybe our listeners know something we don't by the time this comes out but allegedly waitress is supposed to be coming back for a limited run i saw that <laughs> yesterday so random right a revival with sarah Bareilles. i'm not right, mad right. about it but that was a quick i know i didn't think it should have closed it shouldn't have but time is a construct and whatever <laughs> especially because um, we didn't get a natalie as jenna <laughs> oh well yeah i forgot i literally i'm like oh my god sarah and then i was like wait i never got to yeah <laughs> That yes, too. that would that be too. the best. <laughs> I'm always saying, oh my God, Waitress is one of the best theater pieces we've had in the last decade or two. And it came out in the Hamilton years, so it didn't get to win any Tonys. Maybe it, this is the time. Maybe. That's a quick revival. I'm not mad about it, though. I mean, I saw it like five times, mm-hmm. you know, a bunch of Jenna's. Yeah. Same. Literally same. Love. Oh my God. Literally obsessed. But if I have to hear, She Used to Be Mine is my number one coached song. So I feel very confident getting results in students. And I'm normally like, if they say it, I'm like, Let's do it. I'm usually like, if I hear a certain song, I'm like, nope, never going to choose that one. But I'm kind of okay with it. It's just the number one brought in song. And so now will people bring you that song because they want to sing it in an audition? I don't know. It should not be. Stop singing. She used to be mine. If you want to sing it for TikTok or your shower, great. Yeah. Stop singing it. It's And the thing is, there's no overdone songs. Like I believe like do whatever you want. Everything's overdone. And my answer is everything's not overdone, but she used to be mine. (laughs) 
So do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Wow. Well, Connor, maybe you never know. Some Tonys will come their way. And what I was also thinking about is it's not like they're retooling the production and doing a whole new thing. It's going to be like, I'm imagining the same show. So well, that means it's the same as Broadway shows opening. Right. They also had a year and a half off. So isn't it just like the same as everything else? You're I think right. you're right. Yeah. Because Waitress did just, it closed in December or January and then Broadway closed in March. So I mean, yeah. Drama. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I feel confused about all of this. Everything related That's to drama. the I feel confused about everything. I just think that <laughs> there needs to be a lot of changes in the industry before we can just be like Broadway's back. I know. It's a mess right now. Yeah. We, we want the industry to move forward in an equitable, safe, productive, non-abusive yes, environment. Yes, inclusive yeah. way. Mm-hmm. And our union needs to come together and we need to, I, I, I want to know the actionable mm-hmm. steps. I really do. You know Absolutely what I mean? agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about what I'm seeing from the Broadway Advocacy Coalition and Adrian Warren yeah. taking the steps and I work. saw, I mean, yes. come on, that's great. And I hope that more voices follow. I was at the Broadway March oh, and it was cool. very inspiring. I just want to be able to help in the way that I can mm-hmm. be supportive, be an ally, but it's, it's a, I, it's a tough road. I, I want to, I, I want to be able to have actionable steps and like see changes. Yes. Agree. Agree. Sort of changing topic for my dose of drama. Oh, you know, everyone's complaining lately that there's too much drag race on TV. You know, you got season 13, all star six down under España, but here's my thing. Sports are on TV year-round, and people get to watch their favorite teams all the time. Well, this is my sports, and I am so excited. I mean, that's how I feel about The Bachelor. Like, it's another season and two. I don't care. Like, let's go, you know? We're getting two Bachelorettes this year, so it's like, wait, I heard they're already filming. (gasps) They better be. Uh It's been like two years. And I heard that Ben Higgins is present. Wait, what? No, he has a girlfriend. Fiance. I love that she's up on it. (laughs) Well, I heard that Nick Vial, Ben, and Ashley I's husband, Jared, I heard they're going to be like hosting the like kind of like how Caitlin and Tasha are doing the oh new season they're of doing Bachelor in Paradise that's what I heard oh, so they're okay, allegedly okay. all quarantine and Wells will be there of course they're oh, already all quarantining Wells. yeah so oh, that would be amazing when is that in between Bachelorette seasons it better be it is yeah oh, it's supposed yeah, to come probably. out mid-August I think okay what month is it okay three months oh that would be in uh-huh. June and then Oh, we don't have a break. No break. Let's go. No break. Yeah. I also heard, though, that Katie's season of The Bachelorette, they finished filming a week sooner than normal ahead of schedule. What does that mean? I wonder if it's because she was like, I know what I want. Goodbye to these boys. I want to focus on these. That's what I'm hoping, right? I don't know, but it's going to be pretty good TV. It's been an entertaining year for Bachelor. That's for sure. Yeah. Natalie, do you have a dose of drama? Do I have a personal dose of drama? Not that I want to share. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, I can just get on in the Bachelor, uh, the Bachelor drama. I, I'm so blank on what I would be like. That's a good topic because I'm buried in coursework. So that's all I think about 24-7. <laughs> have you been watching anything special on? You know, here's the thing. I've been so busy that my day tomorrow consists of catch up on TV shows. I love those days. Like I haven't even turned it on. Have I been catching up? I'm very bad. I did start a new show called uh, The One on Netflix. Oh, you're the second and it person is to mention it. Very good. And I have to binge. I only watched two episodes, but I was like hooked. All right. Maybe I'll have to check it out. And of course, mm-hmm. everyone will check out your riff course. The Guide to Breaking Down the Riffs by Natalie Wise. Oh, yes. And this is your golden ticket, Natalie. This is going to keep you fed and paid for the rest of your life. I, I just know it. This was such a treat for Connor and I. It was so, so nice to Thanks meet you. Thanks for having me. Oh, my goodness. And I said this before we recorded, but I have to say that. And, and you, you, you reminded me of the name of the song. But when I heard you sing 
the distance you've come. I, I can, it, it's one of those moments that I remember. I really remember because, you know, I was a singer back oh, yeah. then. But I just remember like getting emotional as hell listening to you sing that the house down boots in my mom's car driving to my like flute lessons. So it's been a treat to chat with flute you. Flute lessons. <laughs> I was the only boy in the that played the flute. That is so cute. Mm-hmm. You're hilarious. Natalie, you're so fun. You're so real. We're thankful that you're part of the drama fam now. And of course, everyone Thank should you. follow you at the Natalie Weiss. Because Natalie Weiss wouldn't give up her handle. Oh. <laughs> Let's call her out. And NatalieWeiss.com wasn't existing. So I tried to get Natalie Weiss on all things. And she was like, no, no thanks. And I'm like, I'll pay you. So I had to be the Natalie Weiss. Oh, my God. Okay, that's my dose of drama. Oh, maybe that is a dose of drama. She has an Etsy store. She didn't want to give it up. Uh, Natalie Weiss on Twitter, very willing to go through the instructions. This was like three years ago. Wow. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. I was like, what's the price? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I guess I guess I won't be myself. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Oh, whatever. The Natalie Weiss. It's it's like the Ohio State University. You're the The Ohio State, the Penn State University. Mm Yes. Yeah, there you go. And of course, follow us at the Drama Podcast, me at Dylan McDowell, Connor at Connor McDowell. Natalie, you are a doll. We will hopefully see you soon. And everyone else, Connor, I'll see you next time. Drama. Drama.